John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. That's that's the name. That's what we are. That's what we're doing. Um, good good uh, good Sunday. Good Sunday greetings to you all. Um, it is a, uh, a national holiday, so to speak. It's not uh, a good one, but yeah, 9-11, uh, the day that we began losing most of our freedoms. Yes, that's, that's when it really started to escalate. Um, welcome to the show. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. I hope you had a great week. I had a um, pretty awesome Saturday. I did, I did. Um, I had a good day today, too. Uh, the kids did a jiu-jitsu tournament, their first one, up in Stockton, up in the 209. Um, and uh, it was fun. They had a lot of fun. It was a cool experience, and they got excited. They're excited about it. They want to do another one in, like, a couple weeks, but uh, we might not be able to let them do it because um, they're busy with so much stuff. They're doing football. They got their uh, scouts. They got um, – uh drama they've been doing drama they have a play coming up uh my oldest is doing two different <laughs> flag football leagues so it's busy it's busy i don't know if they'll be ready to do that um so we'll see we'll see and of course saturday night were the fights we'll talk about those in a second i spent today um beginning the process of putting together my um practical self-defense course and i put up the uh intro to practical self-defense that's free it's my it's a free course up on gumroad um i should just show you guys where is my thingy all right i'll show you the gumroad so this is the gumroad this is uh, my courses and the stuff I have available for you guys to learn, get the knowledge I have squeezed from my brain into the computer, and you can download it to your computer and then squeeze it into your noggin, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, I have uh, a meal plan, the, the fit your neck, uh, Resistance bands. I got all these. I got all these courses up together, and um, which is the. I have the free. Um, yeah, the free practical. The intro to practical self defense. Okay, the intro. So the intro is free. Uh, the next one's going to be practical self defense because, ideally, when you are dealing with, self defense, actual self defense, your primary objective, your goal is to escape, get away, be be safe. Don't get injured. You don't have to engage and uh, arrest anybody, okay? You don't have to stop and kill anybody. Um, depending on the level of aggression that they're using um, will depend on, like, what you're doing. If you're actually being attacked, if you're being assaulted and it's not going to stop, then maybe, yeah, you have to do some serious damage. But in a lot of cases, in a lot of these fights, they're emotional outbursts, and you can, you can deal with the situation by – leaving getting away from them uh or if that's not an option you can force a clinch and um, neutralize them in a manner that lets you get away or if they decide that uh they want to escalate things 
it gives you the ability to decide to escalate things and you're, you're less likely to get in trouble because we got to remember we live in a different time and uh whatever talk shit get hit isn't a thing anymore because if you talk shit and they get hit well then they'll sue or the police will arrest you okay you may get canceled on social medias too because you're a you're a bad person for some reason maybe you hit the wrong um ethnicity of person or something and you had to be careful you need to be safe be safe out there okay um we'll talk a little bit more about some gum road stuff later but let's talk about some fights let's talk about some fights did you guys like the fights were you excited about the fights there was a ridiculous amount of nonsense that happened for within the 48 hours of the fight and there's a lot of talk about how great they were to um save this card and i don't i don't think they did a good job at all and the card for me was lackluster and not anywhere near what it should have been for the fights that they actually put on you know um kazmat came in almost eight pounds over he didn't really care about it it, it looked like to me when you know when people are talking about what's going to happen to me it looked like the ufc got to him and told him not to make weight he was eating at the buffet. He's drinking. People saw him at the restaurant doing whatever. He wasn't trying to make weight at all. He was done. So it's fishy. It's fishy. I thought they were going to try to screw over Nate, right? I thought it was a screw job for Nate because the fight gets canceled. They are able to put another extension on his contract. And then when he's supposed to be done in October, he's actually now extended another six months. And then you know, that, that was my first take. That's what I first thought was going to happen was that they were going to be like, ah, tough. We got to put an extension on your contract because the fight didn't happen. Um, just to mess with him, just to make sure he couldn't jump ship and go fight somewhere else. It was a uh, lackluster card, quite honestly. Um, well, let's, let's get down to the specific fights because, um, well... A little bit, I guess, before. Right? More about so like the fight in the backstage, whatever, horrible, unprofessional, like suspend them. Like what you know, if you're in a basketball NBA game and that happens, I, and where's the commission? The commission has no say in any of this either. Like it's crazy, man. The commission the commission's completely fake. It's not a real thing. It's not. Like they just listen and answer to the UFC every time. Like the commission wasn't going to step in and be like, oh, this is inappropriate behavior. Like, I would think the commission could revoke somebody's license for kicking another athlete backstage. You get in, you're getting into a fight in, in that type of situation. Like, why wouldn't that? That should be a thing the commission does to prevent this stuff from happening again. Because this is going to happen again. It's going to happen again. It's going to be worse. One of these days, one of these guys, somebody's going to bring a knife or a gun. It, it is. It's, okay. it's going to get to that point because – not only was this not handled correctly, after the fact, they're they're promoting the fight with the fight from backstage. They pulled another Connor bus incident. Oh, that was so horrible. That's not going to be tolerated. That's the worst. So what do they do? They use all the footage from him throwing the dolly in the bus to sell the fight. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think that tells other people? Oh, wow. You know, the more of a jackass I act like, the more... Um, damage I do, the more outrageous shit I do, the more I'm going to get playtime, the more I'm going to get pushed, the more I'm going to get promoted, the more money I'm going to get. 
it's just going to escalate. It's not going to get, it's not going to get better. And I, I never wanted MMA to turn into this fucking shit show. Absolute clown fucking circus. Pardon my French. But it is. It's a circus. It's not a sport. It's a fucking reality show. They've turned my favorite thing, most thing I'm most passionate about pretty much, other than like my family, my kids. They turn it into some terrible reality show. And it's... um. It's gross. It's disrespectful to the athletes who who take this shit seriously and put their lives on the line to 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 fight and to win championships and get paid for it. I don't know. Whatever. These guys are. It's gross, man. It's gross. Stolen labor is gross. It's probably my pet peeve. Stolen labor. You steal labor from somebody because that's stealing time, man. That's stealing. That's stealing a resource. You know, you stole, you stole time and energy from somebody. Time, energy, money. That's just a bad thing, man. I think uh, it equates to slavery in a sense, exploitation, slavery, because you're getting free labor. You're taking from their labor and you're not paying them <laughs> what they should be paid. You're not paying a market value. Um, but the fights, the fights. I watched all the fights. I was able to see all the fights. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see Bare Knuckle. Um, and uh, I couldn't get the stream going. It's something else going on, too. But I didn't, I didn't see the Bare Knuckle, unfortunately. Uh, but then again, Riggs, uh, Joe Riggs got knocked out with a headbutt, incidental headbutt. So maybe I didn't miss much. Um, but yeah, first fight. Um, Weeks, Leonis, Leonis wins, uh, decision. Uh, Martinez and Reed fight. Um, it, it wasn't great, but the uh, the thing I could not help but notice in that Martinez fight it was that Martinez needed needed to do squats. She needs leg day. She looks undersized for 115. I'm wondering if she's like walking around at 110 or something. She had really skinny legs, no muscle tone. Both of them need to hit the weights and do some 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 type of minimal strength training because they didn't look like they had any lean muscle mass. They looked skinny fat. They looked like they were fighting skinny fat. And Martinez had the tiniest stick legs. She needs to get her ass on the squat rack. Absolutely. Absolutely needs to get under the squat bar. Um Ala Tengali, the Mongolian, he looked good. He looked powerful, but at the same time, I feel like he could have put a lot of more pressure. He could have tried to um, engage a little bit more with N. Helliger, and I think he could have finished him if he would have pressed a little more. Maybe his first fight, he gets the first fight jitters. Maybe that held him back a little bit. But I must also say, and this is big. He has he has missed out on the huge opportunity for one of the greatest entrances ever, right? He's a Mongolian. Like he should be coming out in like the big full Mongolian gear and the and the falcon. He should have like the falconer thing, like come out with that. Like the bird ah! flies around the arena, lands on his on his arm or some shit. Fucking great, dude. At the end of the fight, after he wins, like the falcon takes off and like snatches a hot dog from somebody and gives it to him. 
I think uh, that would be rewarding. I think he should do it. I think he should look into it. I think he needs to get one of those Mongolian falcon things. Isn't there like a picture of a Mongolian with a falcon and like a leopard or some shit? It's like the most manly fucking photo in, in history. <laughs> oh, man. All right, moving along. Uh, Dumont and Wolf. Man, um, it seemed like they're kind of hopping, hi hyping up Wolf quite a lot for this fight before and uh i had a feeling very early on i don't know why but i was like oh they're hyping the the, the wolf chick and they want, they want it sounds like they think she's gonna do really well she has like boxing um uh background and you know she was a successful white belt uh jiu-jitsu player and um i just i just had a bad feeling because uh demont had big legs big thighs and a big ass and usually when that happens there's a lot of power thrown with those punches and i just kept thinking she's gonna catch her and um yep she didn't actually that was a decision oh, but like she put some big punches on her why did i think she finished her uh but yeah i think she just did more damage was able to hit harder had more power let me throw run through some of these some of these uh, comments. Hmm. All Pro is saying someone claimed Cosmo got two million. I'm skeptical. And, and yeah, it's, unless I don't think they paid him two minutes, two two million to not take the fight. No way, man. Because these guys are are doing shit for peanuts. They're doing shit for way less. They, they might have offered him two hundred thousand dollars to like miss weight or whatever, or take or take the fight or be shuffled around. But at the same time, you know, oh, we gave him a big, big bonus, big money to fight somebody they weren't supposed to fight to save the card or whatever. But it's like it fucks our careers up, and we'll get to that. Like, you're—it's not a sport. It's—it's it's a production, man. It's—it's pro, it's pro wrestling. It's—it's it's gross. I think it's gross. Hmm. Andrew says, uh, even John, I started Muay Thai training a month ago with no prior experience, and I'm loving it. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that, guys. Glad to hear that, Andrew. Uh, the other guys, man, you need to train. You need to get out there. You need to, you need to get physical with people. You need to learn something. Okay? That's why I'm, I, got the, I got the intro to practice self-defense. Okay? That's very basic, very basic stuff. Very simple ideas in that okay it's not hard for you to do you can do it with anybody you don't even need a gym you just go to the bark you can go outside and you could play around with some of those positions it's all on your feet it's free <laughs> check it out okay uh but i'm glad to hear that you've taken the steps towards towards training more seriously it's awesome camille says i feel that kazmat was seriously just respectful by using Holland's glove touch attempt as an opportunity for a takedown. Protect yourself at all times. I mean, it, it, fighting is a fight. You can complain about disrespectful, but like it's, it's like, uh, you know, the American revolution, man, we won that revolution because we used guerrilla warfare and we fought when, when we weren't supposed to, we were disrespectful. 
we were disrespectful to the crown and disrespectful to the soldiers of, of England. We, 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 <laughs> we ambushed them at night, right? That famous picture of Washington crossing the Delaware in winter. It was like, oh, they're on winter break. It was snowing and they thought, no, you know, man, it's, that'd be disrespectful to fight somebody <laughs> during the holidays. So we disrespected them and we got a freer country. We had a free country. 9-11 helped take that away. Oh, Danny Arnold, what's going on? All right. Hayes family says, great call, John. Respect between fighters and professionalism is why I love the old UFC. I think so, yes. It just feels, it just feels really fake and like artificial and it's just... I still love the fights, but there's so much bullshit associated with everything now. It's, yeah, yeah, don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's disrespectful to, you know, if you're just doing shit show freak fights like Jake Paul, whatever, fine, but have have something just for that. Don't put the stupid, you know, make it a stupid title and have stupid fucking clowns on it or something because it's just like a joke title. It's just like pro wrestling. Do that shit. Let the people who really want to compete and be animals and be fighters, real fighters, let us do our thing, man. Yeah, I heard this. I saw this briefly, Camille. This is such a weird, such a weird thing. I wonder, I wonder where he was on his contract, but this is wild, okay? Um, Camille's saying, hey, what did you hear about Johnny Walker and his coach staff getting kicked out of the venue after his fight? Yeah, that's what I heard. After, after his fight, um, He's in the locker room, whatever. Like, cause you got to go through your medical checks and then get your check. After that happened, they're like, "No, you got to go." Like, we don't have tickets for you. They didn't give him any tickets to watch the fights. They didn't give him time to like shower and get ready afterwards. They just said, "You got to leave. You can't be in here. You can't sit in the back and watch fights, and you can't go out on the floor because we don't have tickets for you." That's uh, that's the guy who won. <laughs> These guys, they're just man. It's like the most, the most, the most slimy, like just gross, gross institution. Just turns your stomach to like think about who these people are and what they do. They're so gross, and like, and the press and the people. Oh, oh, oh Dana's so great for saving us. Oh, 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 get out of here! You guys are pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You're pathetic. Gross. Hayes family. Yes, you know it. The Mongolian Falcon. He needs to do it. He needs to do it. Big falcon on his shorts and shit. Let's do it, man. Tyler Durden's agreeing with me. It was a shit show. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, James, it is fast and effective or efficient. Yep, 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 yep. MMA press room in the house. Protect yourself at all all times. Yes. It, correct. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a weird thing too. Also, yeah, it's an it's like all that's what I say, man. It's all fucking pro wrestling, and they're like hugging afterwards. Like, bro, I'm there to fight somebody else. I'm there to do and make money and, and and lift myself up through the ranks. I train my ass off for this stuff. We're backstage and you're acting like a little piece of crap, right? And then you push kick me in the stomach. We're not friends, bro. Like. I don't. I don't care. I'm probably gonna stab you or some shit. Like I'm look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna 
Kazma doesn't have some people, not Kazma, but Holland ain't got nobody that can like <laughs> make make an appearance somewhere and make some things happen. You don't got one, at least one of those friends that's willing to do that kind of stuff. That's just nope, you're not doing that. It's like you go to Subway. <laughs> you go to Subway to do your job, right? You're going to Subway to do your job. And uh the other sandwich artist behind the counter kicks you, <laughs> kicks you in the belly. <laughs> you know, to, you know, shake his hand and give him a hug after work. Get out of here. Get out. Get out of here. Oh, it's the rock star hair going. It's getting long, man. It's been hot. It's been hot in San Jose, though, so it's been a little sweaty. I've uh, I've trimmed the beard up a lot. It's more like like a, a short beard and then like a big goatee now. I have this Fu Man Chewy thing. Fu Man Chewy? Oh, I just made that up. That's kind of what it looks like. Chewbacca. Fu Man Chewbacca. Oh, man. So Andrew uh, is asking, John, do you have a breakdown of all the different MMA organizations promotions? This is all very new to me. I, I don't even keep tr track of all of them. I think a lot of them, and man, like promoters nowadays suck at, at promoting. Like I hardly know when most things are out going on, which is weird to me. Like I don't know a lot of times until like the day before. And I follow some of these organizations. Like I follow them on my social media and I still don't really see when the fights are happening. I don't know. Maybe I'm just got a blind spot to it, but, but the, the basic structure of the sport is that everybody operates the way the UFC does because they've set the standard on how to screw people over and get away with it. So everybody else copies that. Nobody tries to compete with them because they know they can't, they can't, they can't compete with that title. They can't, no matter what they do, their champions are always going to go and jump ship to a bigger title because there's more money there. You can make more money in the UFC than anywhere else. So guys are always going to try to jump ship. So you don't, you don't really have promoters trying to promote an individual. What you have is promoters using fighters to promote the promotion. So the, the, the promoter will, will <clears throat> have, have their name guy who wins a title and will do their best to get him kissed UFC's ass, not try to compete with UFC, They'll kiss UFC's ass to get him into the UFC so that they can say, hey, that's our guy. That's our champ. That comes from our organization. Rather than saying, hey, all right, we raise this guy up to championship level. He should be able to fight for the UFC title. Why we, why we represent him as the promoter. Bo's got a lot of time. We got, we got a long way to go. Uh, common writer saying Cosmet versus Bo Nickel. If Bo Nickel makes it there would be interesting. Yeah, I think that'd be, it'd be good, but not too fast. Let's not take Bo Nickel too quick. Let's see how he progresses, but yeah, he's somebody I'm, I'm interested in seeing more fights of. I'd like to see some fights and see him do some things, but his management people need to get him to like 10 fights before they get him to the UFC to make sure he's, he's ready to be there, you know? 
Kevin English says, it'd be nice if we had a fighters union and stuck to it, got together and really made sure the fighters were taken care of better, hold people accountable, but unfortunately it's all about the money. That's the thing though. Uh, there's more money in it if for everybody, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. There's more money in it for everybody if guys would actually come together in an association, not a union. A union would be for under one promoter. That That's not going to work. has to be an association much like SAG, Screen Actors Guild. Okay. You have uh, actors and actresses. They work for multiple production companies, different production companies at different times. They could find a deal. They could sign a deal with one production company for a little while, right? But um, they all in the same, they're all in the same association to set a industry standard. That's what we need. We need an association to set an industry standard. Uh, the MMAFA has been around for like 15 years. We've been doing the most, we've gotten the most results. No one wants to talk about us because we actually get results. Like um, the sunset clause, the 2017 sunset clause, that's us. We did that. We did that with the lawsuit. We did that pushing this stuff. We put pressure on them, okay? Man, if we just had like 10 top dudes from the UFC come with us to to uh, DC to, to lobby, like this shit would move forward a lot faster. All of it would. But if none of those guys make any noise, the politicians are like, oh, it must be okay. I'll just take money from the UFC's lobbyist. So, uh, Kid uh, Cryos is asking, you ever do uh, technique breakdowns? I'd like to hear your thoughts on the grappling exchange in the Kazmat Holland fight and uh, technical aspect. I don't think you can. I don't think I can because in order to do that, I have to show the video of, of the grappling exchange. And there's no way that I'm going to get allowed to use UFC footage to do that. I'm sorry. It sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe if you guys send me some uh, jujitsu matches or something, that's it's not gonna get me shut down for, for playing it. But like, I can't, I can't just like, I don't know. I feel like you have to see the grappling exchange while I'm saying it. You know, I could, I could say it, I could break it down, but like, you'd have to find your own video of it and try to match it up at the right time. Kind of like the uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, trying trying to start them at the same time, the movie and and uh, um, Wizard of Oz. You ever do that? All right, let's get back to these, back to the fights, back to the fights. It's a little tangent. All right, guys. Don't be uh, shy with the uh, super chats either, guys. Those are always appreciated. I always need uh, money for whiskey. Yes. Uh, then we had the uh, Collier and Barnett fight. This was a lot of fun. I like I like Jake Collier. Um, is it Collier or Collier? Um, but he's he's good. He's tough. I've seen him fight before. He's solid, durable, big. Um, I don't know if he's like a world beater, but he's gonna put on some decent fights, I think. And then Chris Barnett, I'm loving this guy. is a lot of fun, and it's not so much the dancing stuff antics that he's doing it's it's the actual fight performance he's he's a big guy he's flexible he's he's got spinny shit he's got power he can wrestle a little bit the fights are fun to watch uh he's fighting hard he's he's doing a lot um it's all good i kind of don't like i don't like the circus stuff 
I feel I feel like yeah they're like yeah dance monkey yeah dance monkey because these fans I don't they don't respect fighters they don't really respect this shit they're a bunch of pro wrestling fans so I think that I think they're disrespectful with it <laughs> like fuck dance monkey yeah <laughs> dance for us we'll dance for these pieces of shit they don't respect you they're not gonna they're not gonna help you out in the long run. Topher um, is saying you could do a still frame breakdowns of grappling exchanges. It takes some editing work, but it goes around copyright under fair use. Is it with, yeah, but if I don't, you have to pay for the photos because like the journalists and the people who take the photos, they own the photos too. You have to be careful with that, don't you? Like, I don't, and then how do I do a, a shot, a still by still breakdown of it? I, I don't know. I haven't figured out how really to do it. Yeah, Barnett, he's fun. He's a fun personality. But I just hope I just hope he's not dancing for them. I really don't. <laughs> Barnett versus Taibusa, that would be fun. That'd be a fun fight. Yep, I'm down with that. It'd be good. Uh, but let's not throw um well that'd be okay, builder fight for Barnett. If he can get past Taibusa, you can give him some bigger, bigger names, uh more ranked fight uh fighters. Yeah, that's crazy. Spang kicking a 6'4 dude last time was crazy. Yeah. That knockout, spang kick knockout, that was pretty crazy. So it's it's pretty it's pretty wild, man. He's 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 fun. He's got a big old belly and uh he can he can do some serious damage quick. I kinda like I kinda like watching fight. It's good. I'll tune in next time. All right, all right. I am here, says Fitch. Unrelated but relevant question. What's your favorite whiskey? Oh, man, there's so many good ones. It depends. You know, I like smokier stuff. Uh, Lafroy is good. Um, I like, uh, what is it? The Wee, Wee Beastie. That's a really smoky one. That's like Aber, Aber something. Ter, uh it's like a five-year, I think, whiskey. Uh, but it's it's good, man. I haven't been going to the wine stop and sampling different whiskeys much. I've been sticking to cheaper stuff lately. <laughs> I've been drinking this uh, Slane whiskey, Irish whiskey. It's S-L-A-N-E, Slane. And it's only like $17 at the store by me. And it's it's not bad. I uh I got these little rock rock stones that freeze and you put that in there and a little bit a little bit of water on top top it off it's good it's a good little sip and drink i don't know about this man james is saying uh, i think cosmet's going to be holding that belt soon i would definitely want to see a prime downfish fight him my money on for sure yes for sure but I don't know, man. He misses weight by seven and a half pounds, eight pounds. Was that something the UFC put him up to? Or is he just that disrespectful to the sport and his, his competitors and, and everything? You know? I don't know. Nice. Mr. Arnold, thank you very much for the uh, whiskey money. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Back to these fights, man. Teulian... Uh, TKO'd Pickett. I didn't I didn't catch some of that fight. I don't know what I was doing. 
but I don't remember much of that fight. I was trying to, I think I was trying to figure out how to pronounce the guy's name the whole time. Dennis Tealiwum, I need help with that one, man. Uh, Almeida look, looked really sharp. I thought he looked really good, good on the ground. It was a what catch weight? What was the catch weight? Is he like supposed to be a welterweight? See, like, I don't know what was up with this whole card, man. They had catch weights all over this whole card. This whole card was kind of shitty. That's that's what some people were saying. Why all the switch em ups happened? All the switch em ups happened because the fight card wasn't selling. The pay per view wasn't selling. Nobody was excited about the fights. Nobody wanted to see their one of their favorites in. Uh, Nate Diaz get smashed and beat up quickly by Kazman. They didn't want to see that. Uh, and then you have, uh, uh, man, I just, Holland's fighting somebody that was fighting Rodriguez at a, at a catch weight. Like, why? I just, I just don't get, I don't get this card. I don't get why a lot of this happened. I feel like they did a last minute shuffle on purpose. It had nothing to do with, with, uh, with Kazman accidentally missing weight, and I, I even their backstage scuffle may have been staged a little bit. I think it's very, very possible. Uh, the fight with Arosa and Duadu, this was good. Uh, I like Duadu; he's exciting. He's, he's he's fun to watch. Arosa, it's my first time seeing him, but he looked really good, man. He looked tough, uh, very capable. It's good, good little fight. Uh, and then, and then Johnny Walker, he's such an athlete, man. He did, he did good. He did really good. It's nice, uh, nice submission in the first there. And then they kick him out. They kick him out of the arena. Nice submission, jerk. Get out of here. <laughs> Was he supposed to lose that fight? Was that like last fight on the contract? And uh, they wanted to get rid of him or something? I don't know. And then yet another catch weight. Here's another catch weight on the night. Ridiculous. Irene Aldana and Chasen was decent fight back and forth. But what is significant about the fight is that uh, she was able to get a KO. She got the TKO from a liver kick from her back. First time UFC history. First time I think I've ever I've seen that. Um, not the first time I've heard about somebody kicking somebody in the stomach from the bottom. Uh, that happened. I, I, so I've, I've been doing that for a while, but I had it happen to me a long time ago. Trevor Pringley, you know, from like half guard or wherever, like fucking booted me in the solar plexus with a little quick <laughs> kick. And that almost made me throw up. And I was like, oh, damn, that's a, that's a nice position to be able to, to strike from. So you can kick. Ankle, knee, stomach, diaphragm, pretty nice. Uh, but, yeah, she she stuck that heel right under that rib. And uh, Chaison, it looked like she got shot from, from the nosebleed section by a sniper. Hit the ground, done. And that's, that's cool because that's the third ever, uh, third ever, Uh, knockout from an upkick. That's the third third ever. That's it. UFC history. Only three. First, the first female. Uh, you guys know who the previous 
um, upkick knockouts are? You guys know that? Have any idea? You guys want to take a guess? <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I can't show the clip. They'll they'll think me. Can I show? It's on. This is on YouTube though. Shouldn't I be able to show this? I don't know. I'm afraid they're gonna shut me down for showing it. But uh, Nico Price scored an upkick TKO. He was the second. I am the first. I knocked out Tiago Alves with an upkick. And now, uh, congratulations. Welcome to the club. I don't know if you get like a jacket or anything. I'm still waiting on mine. Uh, next fight. And this is one of the, one of the shitty things about this fight, this, this card, right? Um, Lee, Lee Jing Lang. Like they screw this guy. He had to fight 10 pounds heavier, a guy 10 pounds heavier. He arguably won the fight. There are a lot of people who think he won the fight. Okay. So he fights 10 pounds up against somebody he wasn't prepared for, wasn't supposed to fight, and then he gets robbed in a decision, arguably. Like, why? Do they hate this guy? Do they not like this guy? He's like, he's not exciting enough for them. So they're like, ah, just screw him. Screw his career. Let's let's screw him over. Oh, well, they gave him money. Well, who cares? At the end of the day, when it comes down to things, they're like, oh, well, no, he lost. Oh, he lost to this guy. He lost to that guy. He's not, he's not cut out for a title shot. They'll use that against him. They will use that as leverage. They will, they will say that he's not cut out for those bigger fights. He's not uh, worthy of that higher rank or those bigger fights. They will say that shit, right? Being a good company man doesn't mean that you're going to excel up the hierarchy of title contenders. There is, there is no merit system when it comes, it comes to that in MMA. They'll do whatever they want, and if – they don't, they don't like you. They're not going to give you a shot. And if you don't have the wins in your pocket to force them to give you the fights you just, you should have, then you're screwed. Man, you're screwed, man. Yeah, that's uh, that is good. Common Rider saying Johnny Walker showing a new wrinkle in his game, though with his grappling is nice. Yep, maybe that's why they kicked him out of the venue. Like, how dare you? We, we allowed you into our company so you could just stand there and get brain damage. You're you're an athlete. And you're supposed to throw punches. Stay away from the grappling, okay, buddy? <laughs> Man. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. This is a good question right here. Jesse saying, wonder when Nico is fighting again. I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard anything about him for a while. He's been injured. What's up? Yep. Typo here. Yeah. Lee Lee got screwed. Nobody got to see his suit. Like he got he got screwed. Like, oh well, they gave him money. Like, I'm sorry, people. If your answer to everything is, oh, well, you got paid, right? You got money for it, right? You're you're an empty person. You're you're <laughs> vacuous. 
like money's not everything. Okay. This is supposed to be about fighting, glory, honor, like climbing the ranks, climbing the mountain, mountain, earning your place, earning your place. But these guys are just jokers and screwing these fighters over, man. Sucks to see. UFC Max making is extremely predatory. It is sickening. Oh, Kidoki. Two fights left. And here we get into it. The Kazmet and Kevin Holland fight. See, I like Kevin Holland. He's he's fun to watch. He's an athlete. Like there's plenty of room for him to grow as a fighter, and that's fun to see too. But like I don't understand the catch weight in the first place. Why is he fighting in at 180? It was it was it was uh, last minute replacement, I kind of think. But again, that means the card was weak. It was really weak. It wasn't selling. It's more evidence towards that theory that they just wanted to uh, scrap the card, reshuffle the deck. And hopefully that would bring in some last minute pay-per-view buys. They needed excitement. They needed some kind of show. So they pro wrestlinged it. They pro wrestling it. They greased it up. And then now you have Chimia from this whole situation um, is a little bit less popular. A lot of people don't like him right now, you know, and that's, you know, fan MMA fans are very fickle. You only need to do one thing cool, you know, in the next few months or the next fight and people will probably forgive him. But whatever. His status, I feel, has dropped. His status has dropped. Um, with his win, it doesn't really do anything for him because it was a it was a catchweight. He's fighting at 180. So what? Does that, get, does that give him ranking at 185? Does that improve his ranking at, at welterweight? No. So this was a nothing fight. It's like he's a young guy climbing the ranks trying to earn a title. Like, why is he doing some type of, like, legacy show fight just for money, just fighting for money? You know, are we? Why don't we just scrap the titles altogether if we don't care about that stuff? Why don't we just do the Jake Paul route, Jake Jake Paul route with everything? What's the point? I don't I don't see it. And now Kevin Holland has that loss on his record. What does that do for anybody? What does that do for the company? What does that do for Kevin Holland? What does that do for his career? Oh, but he got paid. Oh, they paid him extra. Uh. Yeah, so like you you moved your progression of your career towards a title back by taking a cheap a quick payoff. Oh man, it's very short-sighted. Very, very, very short-sighted. Then we get into um, and you know what? Holland and, and Chia may have may have been a, a a decent fight to promote for a whole, you know, month or two and have them fight at actually 170. That that would be something I'd be more excited to see, but like they had no time to prepare, no time to promote, and oh, they got into a fight backstage. Like that doesn't excite me. That doesn't like be like, oh, I can't wait to watch that now. It's like whatever. Flash in the pan thing happened, and now whatever. <laughs> Just not. Don't care. Doesn't doesn't really pique my interest at all. I'm not a I'm not a chimpanzee. Um. Then we get into the main main card nate diaz tony ferguson okay this to me looked like your two drunk uncles getting into a fight in the backyard they they, they look soft-bodied they look old they look older than me in my opinion their skin looks bad they didn't look healthy they look i don't know man i just i i, I kind of felt bad for them 
I just kind of felt bad for him. And, um, you know, I guess Diaz gets a nice send off out of the UFC. It's nice, but I have a feeling like, I have a feeling he's not done with them. I bet. I feel like this whole, this whole thing is also tied to keeping him and, uh, and Connor for a trilogy fight. I think that's, I think that's something they're going to work on. Don't do not be surprised when you hear rumblings about Nate and Connor fighting again in the UFC. Um, because I don't think the UFC is going to allow, <laughs> you know, a fight like that to take place outside of the UFC. Uh, and we have, you know, a situation where Connor McGregor is a free agent in the next year. If he sits out, if he just lifts weights, hangs out, does his coke on his yacht, gets blowjobs, um, he can wait, wait it out. And then he's a free agent. And then him and Nate, they can throw their own events. They could do the third fight on the Diaz Connor promotion. They could do it themselves. I don't think that would set a huge, ugly precedent. I believe that the UFC does not want to happen at all. I think they will do what they will to make sure that that fight never happens, whether they have to retry to re-sign them or do it themselves or shut them down some way to make sure that that, that shit never happens. Tony, man, sucks. <laughs> but I, he's old, I think. He's just old. And um, unless he's doing legacy-type fights, I don't, I don't want to see him fight anymore. I don't want to see. I don't want to see him get beat up and hurt. I like. I like Tony. I think he had a great career, but I think his body's done. I think his body's done, and he's just gonna get hurt more and more. I mean, fucking his leg, <laughs> his leg split open and started bleeding because he he checked a kick. Okay, he's falling apart, guys. He's falling apart. So he's gonna get kicked in the head, and his ears gonna go flying across the cage next time or something. Oh, this that's maybe maybe when people you know are telling me, "Will you start your own promotion?" Maybe that's the one. That's it, man. Duff, drunk uncle fights. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good, man. That'd be good. Drunk uncle fights. It's all it's all backyard shit, man. Is the barbecue happening at the same time? <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting, Jesse. Yeah, the fight stopped at 209. Or was it 208? And they just rounded up because it looks cooler. <sighs> um, Sean's saying that Tony Ferguson threw that fight. I would like to hear more of this. Uh, idea? Why? Why do you think that? Why do you think he threw it? Why did, why did Tony Ferguson have to gain by throwing that fight? Um, money? I don't think Tony's that type, honestly. I don't think, you know, I think he's too much like, yeah, he's a little bit out there. I think I think he'd be like, man, would pass on the money in order to, to fight for the, you know, the sake of fighting and winning a fight and beating a high-ranked, high high-profile person. I don't think the money's the only reason Tony does the shit at all. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't see I don't see an upside to 
to Tony throwing the fight other than a big payoff. But I don't, I don't see his personality type being one that would take a big payoff to lose. <clears throat> I just think UFC knows that Tony's beat up and broken, and they wanted to set Nate up to win so they could promote Connor and Nate three. That's my, that's my opinion. Don't know if that's uh, in any way correct. We'll wait, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. Okay, we'll wait. We'll wait and see. But timestamp this. Remember, remember. Okay. Yep, and then the press rooms saying that too i think you need to expand it please sean please expand on that opinion okay uh anyway press room is saying interesting theory sean bramette hey, it, that is i'd like to hear more about this if you got any uh you know some kind of a insider info or a perspective i might not have please please give us a little bit more what's up vanguard says salute to john fitch in the chat thank you very much thank you very much and guys you know there is that thing the super chat thing that helps me out loads helps me out loads pays my electric bill <laughs> can help pay my electric bill and uh can help uh pay for my internets so i have a nice nice connection for streaming for you guys okay uh All right, guys. Um, yeah, that was the main. That was the main main card, main event. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything you guys want me to talk about? Did I miss any of that stuff? Next next fight card for UFC going to be September seventeenth. Okay, this weekend uh, it's a fight night. Corey Sandagen versus Song Yadong. Song Song Young Yadong. Let's get it done. Um, I don't know who I have on that one. Song Yadong is just a cool name, so I want I want him to win. I want Song Yadong to be a champ because I want to keep saying and hearing that name. It's awesome. Song Yadong. Let's do it. Um, Sadiq Yusuf and Giga Chad are fighting. That'll be fun. Chidi. Nice. Chidi Njikawani is fighting Gregory Rodriguez. Chidi. Keep an eye on Chidi. He's had some nice knockout wins recently in the UFC, first-rounders. I don't know if this is his second or, or – uh, no, he's had two fights. I don't know if he's had three, but he's had at least two fights, and I think he got both knockouts of that. But Chidi is a beast. Chidi's somebody you want to keep an eye on, okay? He's, he's tough. Andre Feely, Bill Elgio, Morose, Eubanks, Fiera, Bowser. Okay, Bozer, that's a that's a fight I'd like to see. Um there's some there's some Aspen lads here, McCann. A lot of girls on the card. I don't know, man. I don't know about this one. I don't know. This is kind of a it's a little bit of a weak, little weak card. There's a couple fights on there um that are okay. But for me, 
honestly, that fight next week, like I'm only going to watch for Chidi. I'm watching because of Njikawani. Um, let me see. Ah, Jesse. Jesse saying that Tony's striking with Chris against Chandler. He didn't seem like the same fighter against Nate. Yeah, I can, I can see that. But again, that, you know, that might have been the last chip when he got that, you know, kick in the face. Might have taken a little wind out of his sails, you know, it was, it was that last piece. But, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. He didn't look like he was landing anything super crisp. And Nate, honestly, Nate was just powder puffing. I didn't think, like, he was putting any power on any shots. He kind of seemed overly playful, like a sparring match almost. I don't, I don't know, man. I do not know. And then he didn't fight that choke at all. Did he even have two hands on the choke? It looked like he had, he had one hand and one on the back of his head. Like, I don't know. It, it, it did look fishy. <laughs> it did look fishy. Topher saying, Tony Ferguson from the same area as me. I'm not too surprised. He fell from grace. His style was going to run into problems sooner or later. I mean, you only have so many fights in you before your body breaks down, man. He's been in some wars, and it just happens, man. And you, you train hard. Your body gets beat up. It's just, just uh, father time is undefeated, bro. Sean is saying, uh, does it answer to his his theory about Tony throwing the fight? Uh, Sean's saying that just never seen him tapping like that, but you're probably correct about his body being done. I, I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, like with that tap. Um, I was very surprised. It didn't look like it was that good of a choke. And I, I, I thought Nate only had one arm on it. It looked like he was here on the choke, and the other hand was just on the back of the head. I, I could be wrong. I gotta go. I have to. I have to go back and look and see. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I just remember thinking that I was like, hey, "There's no way. There's no way he's gonna get that." That I've heard that a couple times. John Mush goes John Wick. Probably. And I'm at the shave though, right? Maybe. Bing bong, bing bong. Brandon is saying, will you ever do more red pill content on your own? In addition to being a rule zero on rule zero, you are my favorite on the panel and you never get enough time. <laughs> I'm still kind of new to a lot of this stuff. And I, I still feel kind of weird talking about some of it. I, I don't know why. Um, but I feel like there's so many guys who've been doing it longer. They're a little bit better at it. And I don't like regurgitating the same stuff, but I do like talking about ideas and expanding on different ideas. So I, I have more fun talking with people about stuff. But I've been thinking about creating a new uh, new video series on my channel. I was thinking about calling it Fitch Pilled. If you guys want to like uh, either DM me or, or email yo at johnfitch.net, uh, email that. Email topics you want me to talk about. You can send me a list of <clears throat> 10 things or whatever. Uh, and that's not just for you, Brandon, anybody else. Who wants to do that? Send it, send, send an email to yo at johnfitch.net, J O N Fitch. And I say, hey, man, I'd really like you to talk about these topics. And then I'll put some stuff together. But I, I was thinking about doing that. I was going to call it Fitch Pilled. And I would I'd put them up, you know, on a 
Thursday or a Wednesday or something like that. I got technique videos going up on Wednesday. I got my learn to fight videos going up on Mondays. I've got um, a learn to fight video. The same one that comes out on Monday comes out on Friday on uh, Rockfin first. So it comes out on the Friday and the following Monday on YouTube. Uh, and then I got this on Sunday nights. So I could add, I could add, you know, a pre-recorded thing, but I just, I need like topic ideas, I think. Cause I got, there's so much stuff out there. I don't really know what's the most important one to cover. And I think if I need more in involvement from you guys, I think I need to connect with you guys more and get more ideas and help deliver what you want directly to you guys, you know? With, with covering these things. I feel like I'm getting good, good responses from a lot of you guys with, um, you know, talking about the dirty pool stuff with MMA and you don't get that from anybody else. You're not going to get that from Ariel or any of those guys, you know, because they care about <laughs> pissing off the promoters. I don't, they, they can all suck my balls. I do not care. You know, I don't, I don't have any malicious intent towards anybody, but maybe <laughs> Dana, but like you're 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 at you're passively sitting by you're allowing exploitation to happen you're profiting off exploitation to happen you're not you're not helping the problem you're not trying to compete with the the monopolistic giant you're just kind of shitty people okay so i have no problem saying whatever the hell i want to and pissing everybody off <laughs> Stan Hagen's tough, man. He's fun to watch. You're right. He's fun to watch. But Song, man, Song Yadong. Got Song Yadong, man. It's a good one. What would I do? Making these wish, Kid Kairos. Uh, how should major weight misses like that be handled when it's the main event? What should happen in the ultimate Fitch championship? I Heavy fines, man. You scrap the fight, heavy fines. If, if, if you had guaranteed money going into that, like your guaranteed money goes to the other guy. Like I think there, you, it needs to be awful. It needs to be awful for you to miss the weight. It needs to be one of the worst things that could happen to you. It, the equivalent of like failing a drug test. It should be awful because like it's completely disrespectful to the show, the venue, the promoter, your opponent, the fans, everybody. It's complete. Take a turd, taking a big, fat, juicy turd on the entire sport and industry. I, I, I have no tolerance for it. I, I would be okay with uh, commissions uh, suspending people. You miss weight? Yeah, get your suspension. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. Seriously. You're not going to do your job? You know, that's part of the contract. That's part of the contract you sign with that fight. You, you got to make the weight. You don't make the weight. There should be a very stiff punishment. And, like, the slap on the wrists things that happen like it's never gonna it's never gonna make it go away oh yeah Askren mentioned that oh stop with this thing let's say here it was Markavius is saying, uh, even Askren mentioned Tony didn't fight the choke. It didn't look like he did at all. I don't know if he was tired and just wanted out. 
JC said, did you get a good look at the choke? I didn't think he even tried to defend either, but I'm no doctor. Yeah, I, it, it did look iffy. Um, well, the, which one? The second one? The first one, he wasn't ranked yet. The first time we fought, he wasn't ranked yet. I think he was coming off a loss, too, because he got triangled by Spencer Fisher. But the second time we fought was one of my best performances ever. But I got nothing but shit on by everybody. Like, it was a great performance. I outstruck him. I outstruck him. I grappled him. Went for a bunch of submissions. Like, he just shut down and wouldn't allow me to, to, to do anything. And I don't know, man. Like, whatever. I was supposed to get a title shot after winning that fight and they took it away <laughs> afterwards because I don't know why. Because they wanted Tiago to fight again for the title, but they didn't want me to fight again for the title. So when I won, they were pissed. They were pissed. Joe Silva was so pissed. Little midget, binget bastard. JC likes the name, Fitchpilled. All right, let's do it, man. Send me some, send me some ideas, send me some topics. Do you think that would be good for me to cover? Okay, because sometimes I feel like I'm just repeating like Rolo and I'm like we already have a Rolo, <laughs> you know, but if you guys are asking me some like specific things, I could I could help out a lot. <laughs> you like my, pol my, my political stuff rooting for Putin. Oh, man, people people have a breakdown <laughs> rooting for Putin. I get pissed about that stuff, man. My kids go to a Catholic school and they're like doing stuff for Ukraine and passing around collections for it. And I'm like, hey, wait, uh, you're Catholics, right? Um, they're Catholics in in Russia. Are you what are you doing for the Russian people, the Russian Catholics? <laughs> right? Like, oh, screw those Catholics because they're on the other side of the line. Like when when did when did religion get so political? Seems very, very iffy. Nice. All right. I get some uh, good feedback with the Fitch pill. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear the dog outside barking. He's like, You've been in there over an hour, bro. <laughs> it's time to come pet me. <laughs> yes. Combat sports, fitness, red pill. There you go. That's, that's kind of what I've been doing. You know, um, so I got the technique videos, learn to fight stuff, breaking down or watching actual fights, talking about fights, the fight industry. And then we can talk about some red pill stuff too. I think that would be great. It'd be a great way to fill it out. But again, I need you guys. I need you guys to take part. You guys to reach out, ask questions. That helps me a lot. Yo at johnfitch.net. That's the way to go. My, I didn't miss weight. I missed the first time on the scale and I went to the bathroom um, to try to throw up <laughs> for like 30 minutes. And then in the process of trying to throw up for 30 minutes, I didn't get one ounce of uh, regurgitation to come out. Nothing came out, but I worked so hard to try to throw up. Um, I started sweating. <laughs> like I started sweating. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And that process of like 
you know, those things, muscles clenching and shit. Like I got goosebumps and then like I started to sweat and it was enough to make, make the weight come back on the scale. Cause you miss it first and you get like two hours to make it. So I was back before like the 45 minutes or whatever. Made the weight, made the weight. I mean, look, you're not going to like this. Jesse saying, kind of sickening how these dictators like Kadriov and the uh, brave CF uh, Shaq Khalid dude got their evil little hands in the enemy world. If you think that Kadriov is any better or worse than Joe Biden, I got news for you. <laughs> okay. They're all warlords. They're all disgusting. They all do terrible, horrible, awful things. Okay. Some of them are just more open in the open about it and they don't care. And, uh, the, the openly, whatever <laughs> awful person to me is better than the, the lying piece of crap. Who's, who's twice as bad. So like, I don't know. You gotta be careful where you're pointing fingers at. I don't think uh, Camille's asking about Jake Paul and uh, Anderson here. Do you think Anderson's going to throw his fight against Jake Paul? I don't think so. But he's 47 years old. It's still almost a 20-year difference between the two. It's, it makes it makes a difference. I mean, he's good. He's talented. Like, he's a good boxer. He's going to come in on in shape. He's probably going to be a little gassed up, too, just like Jake is gassed up. But when you've been fighting that long, man, you're fighting a young guy, it might it might be difficult might be difficult for you all right guys all right all right all right let's do this before we go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna share the gum road with you guys again okay here we are the gum road the big thing i have right now available that's just new is the strength Fit Smash Strength and Fitness Package. It's a package deal, folks. Package deal. This is a package deal. Okay. Got it? Fitch Smash Strength and Fitness Package. With this package, I'm offering all the stuff to get you guys jacked. All the stuff. Okay. You're going to get the meal plan. You'll get the 12-minute bike program, the resistance band course, the kettlebell program, the strength uh program, the Fitch Smash Strength Program, right, with the iron weights. Uh, the one hour, you're going to also get a, uh, a one hour consultation from me explaining everything to you. So make sure um, we get everything set for you. We get the, the, the meal plan stuff set for you. Uh, we talk about the workouts and how those are done and, and what you need to do with that stuff. You'll also get um, an invite to a telegram group, right? I got a telegram group and you guys will be able to be on there, ask questions. The other people on there will be able to ask questions, fitness questions. You know, we're going to keep it away from anything political or anything like that. It's going to be straight, straight fitness and accountability. Okay. You're, you're, uh, you're thinking about skipping that workout. You're thinking about eating that cookie. You're thinking about eating something bad, something that you need comfort food for, you know, well, that's what that 
that chat is for. You can get with those guys. You can be like, I need some help with accountability. I need somebody to call me a fat bitch so that I don't eat this damn cookie. Okay. Call me a fat ass. <laughs> Say my bitch tits look big and that will motivate me to not eat the cookie. That's what it's for. That's what'll be there. I'll probably put other like workout things and stuff I do, variations. You guys ask questions whenever you want when you're on that, when you're on that chat. As long as you're not um violating anybody's time on there, I'm not gonna like stop you from being on there. So might be able to help keep you accountable for a long time. Hopefully we'll get you jacked and you'll be able to take care of stuff yourself. Okay. This package is for beginners and anyone looking to build muscle, gain strength, lose weight, get fit, and compete. MMA fighters aren't the only ones that will benefit from these true and tested routines, guys. Okay? You don't have to be a fighter to look like one. You can get jacked even if you don't know how to fight your way out of a wet paper bag. Okay? I highly recommend you also learn how to fight <laughs> so he can be a fighter look like a fighter and actually know how to fight that's the best that's the best case scenario <laughs> but all right i hope you guys have a great rest of your sunday night i hope you have a good week um hopefully it's gonna start cooling down here in san jose but uh yeah man i hope things are good with y'all i really do check y'all later